What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, like myself, four years strong, and also, in the process of doing all of that, validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about the clean slate. Clean slate. S-L-A-T-E. The clean slate that a narcissist expects from you if you forgive them, if you take them back, if you reconcile with them. Clean slate city. We're also going to sprinkle in here also... Um, part of the you know the double standards that come along with being in a narcissist relationship as well so one thing i tell people all the time the only acceptable apology from a toxic person or a narcissistic person or whatnot is consistent changed behavior literally that's the only acceptable apology i'm sorry because the, t- the typical apology that a narcissist will give you are typically going to be like blanket statement apologies that, that are not really apologies that are not really specific in any way, shape, or form. If they are apologies like, um, I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry you took it that way. I'm sorry you got so emotional. I'm sorry you were hurt by that. I'm sorry you, you feel that way. It's literally stuff like that. Because if you listen to those statements, I'm sorry for everything, what exactly are they sorry for? The easiest way to get out of a situation is to not really apologize for it. People And people think that those words right there saying, I'm sorry, will change anything. Those words don't change anything, y'all. It's the actions behind it. So many people I talk to over Zoom and such, they are looking for apologies. You know what? They never once said sorry to me. What would that change? What if they, like, what if they aren't sorry for anything that they do to you? What if we as narcissistic people, narcissists or toxic people, whatnot, what if we get so consumed with making ourselves happy that you get hurt, that we like, look, you got hurt. You decided to stay here. You decided to be here. You decide like this is this is on you. Did we? What if we that's how our minds work that because you decide to be around us and we are making ourselves happy, you become collateral damage. That's how the narcissistic mind works. So saying I'm sorry with any without any kind of change is again manipulation I've I've seen that saying you've heard that saying so many times like an apology without changed behavior is just another form of manipulation and that's how it goes right there so if you if a narcissist apologizes to you and says something like that and you take them back that narcissist toxic person whatever you want to call them is expecting a shiny the shiniest of clean slates the cleanest of slates if you forgive me for let's just say i know cheating is not the only thing the narcissist do that, that is bad but cheating is one of the easiest things to talk about so cheating lying manipulating you putting their hands on you emotionally abusing you raging out at you whatever they whatever the, whatever the transgression that that narcissist has done to you if they apologize to you like i'm sorry for everything i'm sorry you were hurt i never i never meant to hurt you oh my god i never meant to hurt you like if they say that and y'all somehow end up back in a relationship clean slate you cannot you don't have the right to bring that up again that's how my mind works that's how narcissist mind works like most narcissists some of them are gonna be different um <laughs> but that's how it works though if you forgive me and you take me back there should be a clean slate you should never bring that up again ever you don't have the right to bring it up again because i thought 
So you didn't really forgive me? What happened to you really forgive me? So you lied to me? So you were the liar here, right? I thought you forgave me for that. Why did you take me back if you're not going to forgive me? Why are you still holding grudges for something that you forgive? You, you forgave me for? So you didn't really forgive me? Huh? Wow, you're a hypocrite. You talking about me? You see how... I'm back, y'all. You see how easy it was for me to flip that back onto you? Because you brought up something in the past, right? You brought up something that I thought you forgave me for. You took me back. Why did you take me back if you're not going to completely forgive me? Clean slate. That's why. Y'all be like, especially if you accept them back without any kind of without any kind of consistent change behavior, without any evidence that they that they have changed or they are going to change or anything like that, then why would you expect them to make any kind of differences? You, if I step back into your, if let's just say I cheat on you, let's say I cheat on you, right? I step back, you you forgive me, we get back together. You forgive me, right? You can't ever bring that up again. Why? I'm under the impression that all is good, all is nice, all is forgiven. So it's an, I, I'm telling you, that's how the narcissist mind works. Because if you don't do it, if you do that right there, y'all, that's how it goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my daughter's eating this breakfast time. That's why I'm filming in the kitchen. Eggs, eggies. Give her some eggs, y'all. Y'all, my podcast. You don't get to see me feed her eggs. Yeah, I want to see her. She's over there in a hot chair right there. <laughs> there she go. Um, but yeah, if I cheat on you, I walk back into your house. All should be forgiven, correct? Why are we still talking about this? Why? Why? Don't bring it up again. Because you don't get, like I said, the past, it's in the past. Clean slate. Don't bring it up again. Because if you bring it up again, it's going to cause an argument and you're going to lose that argument because you brought it up again. You see how that works? Clean slate. Don't bring it up again. There's no second. We don't talk about it again. If you take me back before I change, why would I change? That's how the narcissist mind works too. That's why I was—I forgot what I was going to say earlier. I'm back. I'm back on it. If you take the, if you take them back before they have changed, you are accepting them as is without change. Correct. That's correct, right? If you take me back before I have changed, you are accepting me as is. Correct. There's no changes needed, right? Why do I need to change if you already took me back? Clean slate. And here's the double standard I mentioned earlier, y'all. You, we do, we as narcissists in this relationship, we do get to bring it up again. You don't. We do. That's how it works. This is not, if, if narcissism is, uh, if narcissism is like a political spectrum, a narcissistic relationship is a dictatorship under the guise, disguised under the guise of, you know, of democracy. It's really a dictatorship. It just looks like democracy. We have elections. But the, the vote, the votes are already in. The decisions are already made. It's just like you know, the popular vote. <laughs> it's just like the popular vote. You know what I mean? But you see how it goes though. There's a, there's a double standard because if you do something, we will hold it against you for the rest of your life, for the rest of the entirety of this relationship. We will hold this against you, and that's how it's going to be. You shouldn't have done that. We're going to bring it up because if we arguing and you bring up something in the past, we'll we'll make that irrelevant. But if we're arguing, I bring up something in the past, it's relevant, and I'm going to keep talking on it until you get off the point, until I throw you off, until I. Narcissists want to exhaust you a lot of times when you're arguing. They just want to exhaust you. Like we can go longer than you can. We're going to exhaust you to the point where like you stand up to four o'clock in the morning arguing about something that should have took five minutes. If I tell people don't engage, do not engage. You want to go to sleep at night? Don't engage with them. Right before bed, don't start an argument. Don't be in bed late at night and want to talk about your feelings. That's the worst. That's the absolute worst time to have a conversation with a narcissist is right before bedtime because then you're going to be up all night.
you'll be up all night angry, super angry, mad as hell. Can't go to sleep because you you couldn't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just telling you, there's conversations that could you know take should take five ten minutes, end up taking five six hours, or you get the silent treatment for a couple of days or a week or a month a year. However long the silent treatment lasts, people, go, how long can the silent treatment last? We haven't talked in a month. I guess a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess at least at least a month. You see, at least a month. A month is the minimum. A month minimum of not talking, living together, parenting together, doing all this stuff together. Not talking, not communicating though. I'm telling you, because if you do not accept that clean slate, that like I said, we we are under the guise that is a clean slate. You you can see a lot of videos. I watched a video one time. I know I know a lot of people don't like Kevin Samuels on this channel, but I watched it one time because people sent me a video and said, "Hey, lady, this woman's a narcissist." So I, I got on there, I watched it, watched the video, and she was she gave off some super narcissistic vibes, like the most narcissistic vibes from a woman I've ever seen. And she said, "She's I cheated a lot on my ex, and he cheated. I cheated a lot on him. He cheated, but he he stayed with me. He cheated once. I left him." It's, they was like, "What? Why you? Why you leave him after one time he cheated?" He's like, "Cause I, if he gonna hold that against me, I thought he was gonna forgive me. I thought he'd forgive me. Why would he keep bringing that up?" I'm like, "Wow, well, that's a narcissistic response right there, you know." But that's how it goes, though, y'all. Literally, the clean slate—you can't hold it against. You cannot hold it against them. Like you, y'all know, because I know if you listen to this, if you made it this far, you know you had dropped a fire emoji. Because I appreciate y'all. Um, but if you made it this far, drop a fire emoji. I really, I'm super thankful for y'all making it this far. But you know, if you dealt with a narcissist, that's how it is. You can't bring up the past. It's in the past, right? Why are we talking about the past when we could be talking about the focus on the present and the future? Why are you talking about the past? I thought you had forgiven me. Where'd my clean slate at? And a narcissist, sometimes you get in a toxic relationship with a narcissistic person or just a toxic person in general, and they'll ask for that clean slate. Hey, let's just start over. Hey, let's just start over. From, let's just start from scratch. Hey, let's rebuild this thing. Let's do that. Let's, let's let's have a mulligan. Let's have a do over. Let's try again. Let's this this time. Let's be for real. Just focus on us. This time, just you know, wipe the slate clean. And when they're asking for stuff like that, there's general. They're generally saying what they're really saying. If they if they are asking you for a clean slate or do over or start over, generally generally what they're trying to get you to agree to is we both made mistakes. You wasn't perfect either. Let's both start from scratch. Forgive and forget. Zero. Look, let's start. Uh, both of them start from zero. It's a point system. We both have no points now. We both have no red marks, no X's on our on, on our permanent record right now. So as I said, if you don't deal with a narcissist, you have to understand that that clean slate does exist. It, it just does. It, it really just does. Because if you keep, especially if it's a consistent clean slate, if you can keep having to forgive them and reconciling them for the same thing over and over, really with them establishing a pattern over and over again, that's what it is, y'all. That's exactly what it is. The patterns. Pay attention to the patterns. You can't stop their patterns because that's behavior. That's what I said. It's a personality disorder. The personality is actually disordered to make these patterns. It's kind of evident. If you watch narcissists, you will see the patterns a lot of times. They will expose themselves. It's kind of hard not to expose the patterns. Dang, you cheat. Somebody put it on my comment the other day. Ugh, he's cheated five times in six years. Will, will he keep doing it? All right, yes. He probably. That's probably what you know of. He probably got six for six. He probably, you know. And you keep you keep accepting him, he's going to keep doing it. And because he you that's how you accept him, clean slate. I haven't cheated on you ever. I haven't cheated on you this time. I haven't treated cheated on you in, in our restart, in our do-over, in our in our uh, in our mulligan with the clean slate. So narcissists expect total utter forgiveness. Clean slate. 
Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Y'all know because guess what? As much as y'all learn from me, I learn even more about myself from you guys. Thank y'all so much. Like and subscribe for more, of course. Thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace. Don't pay attention to the end, y'all. The camera getting a little wide. But my podcasters, y'all know I appreciate y'all too. Um, subscribe to the YouTube if y'all haven't. I'm not going to treat y'all any differently, I promise.